Royal Stanley of Oregon Pacific Financial Advisors, offering securities through United Planner Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC shares his planning approach to help people toward a place where they may be at peace regarding their financial goals. In this dynamic podcast, Royal will share his insights on how to design a retirement plan to help you plan for your future. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to Life by Design with Royal Stanley from Oregon's Pacific Financial Advisors. Today, he has a special guest and that is Ron. Royal, how are you? I'm doing great and I'm excited to have Ron Nauman. He's been an advisor here at Oregon Pacific uh, about 17, 18 years now. Is that about right, Ron? That's correct. Okay, perfect, perfect. So really the, this uh, conversation today is just kind of an introduction to Ron, what he does here at Oregon Pacific, the clients uh, he works with, and uh, his financial philosophy here at Oregon Pacific Financial Advisors. Fantastic. Ron, thank you so much for being here, and I'm, I'm going to look forward to getting to know you more through Royal's interview. Take it away, Royal. Excellent. So, Ron... What made you decide to get started in financial planning? Can you tell us a little bit about your history? Well, I'd say it was a circuitous route. Uh, had you asked me starting when I started my career as a manufacturing engineer, I would have not guessed I would have been a financial advisor a couple decades later. Fast forward a few years, I'm married, I have a son, and I evolved into a second career as a marketing manager working with an engineering and development team and a great financial officer. She helped me understand how companies use capital to develop products and grow and generate returns for shareholders. I think that was a catalyst that set me on my path to a new career, a turning point for me. Uh, we would budget for one year, plan for five, and hope we had the right products to survive for 10 years. <laughs> and uh, what, what, what type of business was that? That was in the electronics industry, and at that time I was in the television equipment business, developing new products for broadcast and production. Oh, how interesting! Very interesting. So, um, what was how was that a, a, a turning point for you? Well, about that time, you know, with looking at finances and so forth, I started asking me a question a lot of our clients ask: When will I be able to retire? How will I pay for it? And how can I pay to get my son through college? I started making a five-year plan similar to what I do for product development and um, started looking into the future. How, how would I implement that plan? And I was really fortunate. I came to Southern Oregon when my son enrolled in SOU and just happened to meet Don Todd, the founder of Oregon Pacific Advisors. He helped me get started and I spent about two years effectively going back to school getting to know people in our community in Southern Oregon. So, so what do you mean going back to school? Did you, did you follow Lee to SOU and, and shadow him for a few years? Or? Well, I thought about that, but a lot of people don't realize that financial planning is a multidiscipline activity. When we work with clients, we look at mat, their risk situation, how do they manage that, and that involves insurance a lot of times. We advise them on investing, so we have to understand securities and what growth they might get out of that or income. And almost anything we do has a tax ramification. So we needed to understand the tax impacts. We do estate planning. We help clients understand whether they should have a will or both a will and a trust. So I ended up spending uh, two years getting my doing the CFP under work and finally getting my chartered financial consultant 
along with my securities license and insurance license. So it sounds like you did a lot of a lot of work those first few years. Yeah, it was it was literally going back to school and uh, at the same time trying to you know get to know the community and get to know people in the community. Very nice. So so that brings up a question. So so who's your ideal client? Well, I group them into about three or four categories. I think the ideal client is one that's approaching retirement five, ten, maybe fifteen years out, and that's where I think I can do the most good with a client in that they have enough time to plan and move forward with their plans to implement them for retirement. A second category would be those after retirement, helping them stay on course. And I think I get a lot of joy in working with young people, helping them get on the right track to begin with. And then I do a lot of work with small businesses as well helping them put uh, group medical plans in place, uh, retirement plans for the group, and then working with those owners as well on their individual financial plans. Very nice. Very nice. And uh, you're, you're kind of our specialist here in the office when it comes to healthcare, group medical plans, individual medical plans, what I think we used to call Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act. So you're kind of our go-to that we, we really rely on here in the office for all of those uh, kind of healthcare questions? Well, that was an area I particularly was interested in. I've seen people's plans derailed by disability and usually associated with that as a medical malady of some kind. And that can really disrupt somebody's retirement plan as well as the high cost of medical expenses if they're not properly insured. Absolutely, absolutely. So. When you kind of step back, what, what do you see as your financial philosophy? I would summarize it as balance and risk. You have to balance the two. A lot of people don't see or don't understand all the potential risks out there. And sometimes they focus on one at the detriment of another. So that's where the balance comes in. They really need to understand the full range of risks and this financial risks, um, insurance risks, job, whether their job is going to last and so forth, and then balance it, you know, focus on today, but also keep the future in mind as well. Do you have some examples of that from the clients you've worked with of where they're kind of misallocating uh, their risks? I think one of the areas that I see a lot is people either don't understand their debt risk, they're over leveraged, shall we say, or conversely, they're so debt opposed, they don't re- recognize that they don't have enough savings. They're focusing on paying down debt so quickly that if something does happen, there's they don't have cash available to deal with a short-term problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I find it so interesting when we look at some of our clients and the people we work with when they put on blinders to just focus on that one area, whether it's, you know, paying down debt or just focusing on getting the kid through school at, you know, the the sacrifice of really not doing any planning for retirement. So I think it's it's good to be able to sit down with clients and, and help them kind of understand all those moving parts and, and how it all fits together. Because I think I, I know with my clients, and I'm sure you'd agree, clients have a tendency to want to do everything. Um, and that, that, that's hard to do because we only have so much capacity with kind of time, resources, and energy. 
Exactly. And that's why I come back to my experience as a product manager, that idea of budgeting for a year, planning for five. A lot of clients will come in and they want to plan, well, you know, retirement's 20 years out. How do I get there today? Well, you don't get there today. You do it in small steps along the way. So I like to shoot an arrow out to that 20-year mark or 30 years out. But I want to have a solid plan for the next five years. I, I think that's that's so refreshing to hear just because I, I, I would completely agree. Clients have a tendency to, to just kind of focus out there a little too far and not realize – it's all these gradual baby steps to get you there. So I think that's that's a great philosophy of kind of breaking it down into manageable bite-sized pieces. And then what we like to do here in the office with all the planners, but I like to do particularly is that annual review with them or quarterly or semi-annual, whatever works with their lifestyle, to review how are we, how's the plan going, what's changed in your life, you know, do you have a new child, do you have a new grandchild? And how does that affect your plans going forward? Wonderful. Wonderful. So so outside of the office, when you're not working, what do you do for fun? Well, I'm very busy because I have too many hobbies and <laughs> activities. Uh, and when my mom passed away, I picked up her bent or passion for genealogy. So that's my newest hobby. I like gardening. I do quite a bit of that. We have quite a bit of property landscape around the house at my home. And then... When I have some spare time, I actually go out and do some fishing occasionally, which is one of the reasons I moved here to the Rogue Valley, was the uh, availability of the wilderness and the fishing opportunities and hiking opportunities. Very nice. Very nice. Now, I know you. I, I've seen some of the pictures and heard some of the stories about some of the things you've, you've discovered about your kind of heritage and genealogy. Do you have any, any stories you'd like to share or, or any interesting tidbits you picked up about your family? I was really fortunate in that my mom tended to collect every box of uh, information on family members, and I found over 100 letters from World War II and almost 200 photographs from an uncle that was actually in Germany during World War II and happened to be with Patton's army. Uh, oh, wow. But the letters are most interesting because they're both letters from my uncle who was in Europe and my grandmother as well as aunts and uncles writing. Back and forth, wow. I, I, that, that's just such an amazing perspective to, to be able to have and, and pass on inside your family. That's wonderful. So if you had all the money in the world, what would you do? I would like to say that over my life I've matured and I really would focus on philanthropy. Um, so not like a red sports car? Probably not. <laughs> well, my wife might want one, but... No, I would, I really feel that I have a comfortable lifestyle and I would want to really focus on children's programs. I'm involved with the Qantas organization here in Southern Oregon, which is an international organization focusing on children and youth programs. And I would probably dedicate a lot of time, money and effort in that direction. And then um, I'm also very interested in education and again, for youth I feel that if you give children a good home and a good education, they're going to be an asset to our community and our society for many years. Very nice. Very nice. So who's your kind of when you who's your favorite person in history? I mean, do you, do you have any kind of role models or people you look up to? Well, coming from a technology background and engineering background, I think 
somebody that always fascinated me early on was Einstein. And what really intrigued me about him was not only his skills mathematically, but the fact that a lot of this came through thought processes. In other words, him just being able, able to visualize problems and how the world worked, the universe worked. And in my small way, I like to, when I'm working with a client, look at their situation and do thought processes. Okay, where are we going to be tomorrow? Where are we going to be a year from now, etc. cetera? And um, while I'm not an Einstein, <laughs> I would like to think that I've adopted some of that thinking about that process, visualizing. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's so important as you're, you're building out a financial plan is having that process for a client to go through to kind of help design what their future looks like. So, Ron, what's the one thing you recommend most to the people in your life? Get involved with your community. Participate in the community itself. And particularly, again, I have a passion for children. Find programs that will help grow the community. As an example, we recently worked on a park project here. It's a massive project for the whole community. And I did my little part and met quite a number of nice people in that process. So. I, I just think that's so important in this day and age where we're just kind of so separated by the screens we have in front of ourselves that kind of getting out there and, you know, getting your hands dirty is is wonderful. So that's that's a great recommendation. Thank you. So what's your mantra? You know, uh, what do you say to yourself to keep you focused and on track? Balance, I think, would be a key word that I would use. Again, going back to my earlier comments about balancing risk for today and tomorrow. Debt versus savings. I mentioned that earlier, that a lot of people focus on the debt side or the savings side, but don't have a good balance on that. So I'd sum it up as balance. Very nice. Don't get too high. Don't get too low. Very exactly. nice. So what's your proudest achievement? I would change from proud to satisfying. Okay. And that's one of the things um, on, on a personal basis. I would say my marriage, my children, and now my grandchildren. On a professional basis, it's looking at the plans I've done, working with the people, seeing how these plans have come together and the, how they've been implemented. And recently, unfortunately, I've had a couple clients pass away. And the satisfying part is seeing that the plans worked, their assets that they wanted are being passed on to their children and their heirs. So that's from a professional standpoint and being a financial planner. That's one of the real satisfying things about the business. Wonderful. I, what's that old saying? I love it when a plan comes together. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, Eric, did, did you have any questions for Ron? I, I do. And I love the A-Team reference. I mean, that was that was <laughs> spot on, Royal. That was spot on. Ron, I am going to ask you a question, and I'm really hoping you're willing to answer. Not that it'll affect me personally, because I'm a little far away. But what is your second favorite fishing spot. I, I learned long ago, we don't ask what the favorite fishing spot is because, you know, you don't want a bunch of people there. But what's your second favorite fishing spot? Well, I usually start at the top end of the Rogue River and float down as far as I can. And that's my favorite fishing spot. Oh, you gave away the secret now. That's going to be packed. <laughs> okay, so, so where do, Oh, go oh, ahead, Roy. Where, go ahead. Where, where do you usually uh, put in so. your boat? It's really random. I, I go to Tuval Park. I go down to um, 
Indian Mary Park, which is on the lower part of the road, mm -hmm. at least here. I've launched in Grants Pass before. So it really depends. And kind of going back to the previous question, where's my favorite spot? It's where the fish are. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Okay, so let me let me ask you this. If you're if you're putting in and floating down, are you powering back up or do you arrange to have somebody pick you up? I don't know what kind of boat we're talking about. I don't know how how you're how you're traveling there. Usually have somebody pick us up yeah. or uh, we've dropped a car off at the takeout point earlier in the day. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's we, we do that for inner tubing here. We do have one river in the entire state that we can inner tube down. And <laughs> so we do that. We'll drop one car at one spot and we'll, there's a multiple places depending on how, you know, you can spend two hours on the river, four hours on the river, six hours, you know, where you have to go. So yeah, but I would love to do it with a fishing pole. I just don't trust any of the fish out of these rivers here. So I'd love to be in the Northwest where you guys get clean water and beautiful scenery. So Great. Thank you so much well, for sharing, Ron. come out and Ron. visit with us. Oh, I would love to. You know, don't tell me you got a place, you know, an extra room because I might stay a while. So I'm, <laughs> I'm known to do that in the in the Northwest. Royal, I'm going to hand it back to you. Do you have any other questions for Ron? Yeah. Uh, so kind of wrapping up here uh, as we come to the end of our time here, hopefully people have gotten a chance to, to learn a little bit about you. you. You have their attention. What would you like them to know? What would you like their next step to be if, if you know, something sparked in their ear and, and, and they're intrigued? Well, give me a call at Oregon Pacific Advisors, 541-772-1116. Or they can contact me by email at ron at opfa.com. Send me your questions. I'll be happy to respond to you. I'd love to sit down and meet with you. I do a no-cost consultation and there's no commitment. And I look forward to meeting with anybody and helping them in any way I can. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, Ron, it's been a real pleasure to sit down with you today. Thank you so much. And we'll see you around the office. Thank you very much. Guys, thank you so much for your time. Ron, thanks for being a great guest. I'm sure your bio is probably on that website someplace. People can read a little bit about you. And I'm sure that maybe we could convince you to put up a map of your favorite spot your fishing spot or something. Well, maybe not. Don't put the map up there. They'll just have to call you to get that information. How about that? Is that okay? Exactly. All right. Yep. <laughs> we want some commitment for that prime fishing spot. All right. Thank you all for listening to the life by design podcast with Royal Stanley. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way when Royal comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, thanks for listening today. For everyone at Oregon Pacific Financial Advisors, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Life by Design podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The views expressed are those of the presenter and may not reflect the views of United Planner Financial Services material discussed is meant to provide general information and is not to be construed as specific investment, tax, or legal advice. Individual needs vary and require consideration of your unique objectives and financial situation. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Advisory services offered through Oregon Pacific Financial Advisors, Inc. Securities offered through United Planner Financial Services of America, member FINRA and SIPC. Oregon Pacific Financial Advisors, Inc. and United Planners Financial Services are independent companies.